0: unbelievable yeah. oh my gosh look at them look how happy they look wow. even baby Ogianna oh yeah. my gosh and a great pour by the way by jamal look at that man not easy to do what is up everybody welcome into the denver sports podcast Let's presented go. by breckenridge brewery where you can get the mountain beach my favorite named beer i like the beer i think it's very good but it's my favorite named beer mountain beach a very beachy flavored beer Absolutely. But then not losing its mountain roots. It's sour season, right? It is sour
2: season. Come on. Would, Would not- you have thought it was a beach-flavored beer had beach not been in the name originally? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm, Maybe. I mean, a sour does feel like, all right, I'm hanging out at a beach, you know, like the ocean beach. This okay. is a mountain beach. You don't think so?
2: I mean, I was just curious. Are you disagreeing with me here? (laughs) No, no. What are we doing? No, I was just curious. Uh, How much much of that is the power of suggestion? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) An awful lot.
0: But I will say, a great suggestion by Breckenridge Brewery. Um, Guys, we're going to have a great show for you today. How could we not? Because... This week has been just an absolute all timer for the three of us on this panel, for the 30 or so people we have at DNVR, yeah. and for the millions of people that root for and cheer for the Denver Nuggets in the city of Denver. I mean, an absolutely all timer. I was down at the parade, Nuggets win their championship, if you didn't know what I was talking about. Denver Nuggets win their first ever <laughs> NBA championship, 56 years in existence. By the way, I'm making a big point to say 56 years because everybody's using 47. Yeah. It's, so annoying. <laughs> it's really annoying. And- even at the parade yesterday when I'm bumping into a bunch of DNVR fans, some of them, the, old, the OGs, the older generation, and I'm telling you to a man or woman, they, and, and I'm saying that because I did run into a bunch of women who came up and mm-hmm. told me the same thing. I've been watching this team for 56 years. When you talk to the person, they remember I followed this team as the ABA with the Rockets yeah. and this mm-hmm. and that. And then when you hear like everybody else, they're like 47 years. Nope. There was a history that continued into this one. And I just want to always use
2: that number. But nonetheless. The, the NBA always trying to pretend the ABA didn't happen. Which is
0: so funny because they hit. Yeah, we, Man, you're we going to take me on too ABA many tangents this is one of on the this coolest one. parts <laughs> of You suckered oh. me into a very, very long t- tangent. God. And that the NBA was kind of like super boring. And the ABA was awesome but had yes. less talent. And they absorbed them, you know, the merger. Yeah. And we're like, no, you guys got it right. But we're going to pretend we got it right. Yeah, it's won, really what They it was. won the war and want to pretend the yeah. war didn't happen exactly yeah. but they also didn't win the war they were like you guys got it right we just have more money than you and we're longer established nonetheless again you took me on a tangent <laughs> Damn, the denver nuggets right. an absolute uh aba franchise so in my right here, uh, in maybe. my opinion like an iconic aba franchise so i want to honor theirs but they win the championship yeah, no they do it in relatively easy fashion 16 to 4 and so today we're going to revel in that in segment yeah. one and segment two we're going to compare it the run Two other championship teams, and then the impact to other championship teams here in Denver. We've been lucky over the years to get a lot. We've had two in a row, one with the Avs, one with the Nuggets here. We had a Broncos one not too long ago. So on a nice little run. To join me, I've got, of course, the brains behind DNVR Avalanche and the guy in the company who knows most about Denver sports, I would say. It's AJ Haefeli. What up, yo? <laughs> so <sorry. laughs> <laughs> there, it is. there we go. Yes. And then over here, the general manager and also another guy who is obsessed and knowledgeable about all of Denver sports, Andre Simone. Yeah, what a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Wait, um, you got the chicken horn is what you got. You I got love the that. I,
1: That's great. All it's right. a great way to, you know, I thought the celebration was over yesterday, but now we got to do a TDSP. This is a nice little treat. It is a little treat. So. Let's talk
0: about this one. I've talked for days now about what this championship means to me, but AJ, you're a Nuggets fan. Um, you're a big Nuggets fan. You're rooting for this team, and you're one for one in predicting Nuggets championships. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't think yeah. you've ever predicted a Nuggets title before. I have not. And you did predict <laughs> it this time around about December, I think, somewhere yeah. around there?
2: Yeah. I mean, it was really um, – I, I think when you looked at the field – it was your biggest scare was out east, mm. and then that ended up being uh, arguably your easiest series.
0: That's so and, hard to say. To right? be honest. Yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> I don't. You know, Minnesota wasn't very challenging. Yeah, there was like one quarter in an overtime where you're like, right. yeah, yeah. But other, otherwise, it it just it looked like they were the most complete team. And we know in the NBA that you can have a really talented team, but continuity is so important. Figuring out how to play together and all the different pieces. And that was where the Lakers and the Suns, who they ended up obviously playing, but those were the two teams that you were kind of nervous about, I guess, a little bit because they add Kevin Durant and you're like, oh man, the Suns team. Like now they did it at the expense of hollowing themselves out to the point where they weren't, they, they couldn't hang anymore. And the Lakers, uh, You know, used a bunch of flawed guys to climb back in the regular season, and then when they when they ran into a complete team in the postseason, they didn't. They just didn't. There wasn't enough. Yeah, and that was the thing that you could see with the Nuggets early on. I know we had talked about it last summer when they got Bruce Brown. It changed the whole feel of the their off season, where that was like the biggest thing they needed, and that ended up coming true. That ended up being. An enormous part of it because he, you know, the way that the, that Malone, and Malone was my biggest question mark. I thought Malone crushed it. He was so good. Okay. You yeah. know, the... Through the playoffs or are you
0: talking about the parade specifically? because no, he crushed the parade, the, but the, the playoffs. Just the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Um, I didn't watch the parade, so I didn't, it wasn't my... You, you guys might remember from last year, parades are not my thing. I remember it. Um... But no, I thought my biggest question mark was Malone. Is he going to be in, a, in his best of seven? Yeah. How is he going to match up? And, you know, I think going up with head-to-head against Spolstra in the finals was really, really fun to watch because yeah. you, there are very few guys that you have more respect for in their their ability in a in a best of seven than Eric Spolstra. Right. And there just wasn't anything he could do. Right. And I think that that was the testament to how well built the team was and and how hard it's going to be <laughs> for the rest of the league to figure ha, to figure man. it out going into next year
0: spicy hayfully over here uh, but it, you just said something that was interesting about the about Malone because I did see people that would not nuggets people but I saw people say like oh Spolster is getting out coached here and it's like guys you can only make things with the ingredients you yeah. have. And yeah. the, and the inverse is true here. I thought <laughs> I thought Michael Malone did an A-plus job this playoffs. Yeah. But guess what? He had the no best ingredients doubt. to work with, and mm-hmm. those two things often are synonymous for each other. Not perfectly, but it's, you know, Malone, I really do believe this, had the best team, and he steered it the best way. Yeah. And, and in contrast to Spolstra, who we all have an enormous amount of respect for, you could watch that and say, Man, they didn't know how to make an adjustment. Well, there was no adjusting to Denver, and that became evident
1: on yeah.
2: yeah
0: about game three of that series. It was like there's just <laughs> nothing no, anybody can yeah, do. In, yeah, and
2: in game five when both teams are playing like absolute dog shit, and just chucking right, right. bricks at each other, yeah. you're you're watching it and you're just like there's just there's nothing there. Yeah, there's 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 nothing for Miami. Miami's path to success is this big, right? And Denver's is, it's the superhighway in Houston. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's so many different ways that the Nuggets could have won that series and won the title. Uh, and the the ways that they could have lost it were very narrow. Right. Dre, what's going to be your lasting impression of this run? Like, what, what is
0: the thing, if I tell you, that sticks out the most about it?
1: That offense, man. Um, I think all the championship teams kind of have some, le- like, a defining kind of trait to them and for this Nuggets team it is simply the efficiency of that offense the way they could just go to the two-man game they could they just had a few trump cards two-man game having yoke bring the ball up and just you know Jokic being this like amazing quarterback of an offense like just core piece to the offense that everything works around and just making such flawless decisions always getting you the best shot um, and it just leading to this really selfless basketball, really a, you know, kind of Spursy ball is popping type offense and it all running through those two guys. Um, and it's similar to like, you know, when that abs team last year was on a run and they'd be playing five V five, they just have these stretches where they would absolutely annihilate the other opponent. They would live in their offensive zone for prolonged stretches and it was just like we don't deserve this like how do we deserve like eight minutes in our own offensive zone of just watching these guys like outclass the second best hockey team in the entire world or that Super Bowl 50 defense right? right or the Super Bowl 32 running game to me this Nuggets team it's defined by that offense they just had another gear that no one else could even come close to so these other teams they're Hoping and praying that Book and KD can shoot 70% to stay alive and force it to six, or you know, the 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 heat in their one win had to shoot 50% from three. Unless you're having that outlier insane <laughs> game, you simply cannot hang. And that's how special this Nuggets offense was.
2: Is it was amazing. Is is this this championship, this Nuggets offense, the best single unit in Denver sports history? Uh, Amazing. We should get we should get to that in the segment, too, because I
0: like that question. That's one of the ones I want to ask. But more importantly, man, I love that you brought it up, because when I watch the Broncos, I'm not a football guy. Right. I'm a Bronco fan. Oh, I watch the abs. That is my takeaway. This idea of like was offense, defense or where was it? And I because I'm probably just too close. But you're right. They had a 118 offensive rating, which for reference would be the greatest offense in the history of the NBA. They had that in the playoffs. And they went <laughs> up against the best defenses <laughs> in the playoffs. They went up against Jokic being the <clears throat> fulcrum. They went up against three of the four best defensive yeah, big men in yeah. the NBA and against some of the top defenses mm-hmm. in terms of can they lock down when it matters. I mean, the Miami Heat, you know, chief among them. Yeah. And the answer was no. <laughs> like Nobody could even slow them down. Right. And so you're right. I do think that that's how it should be. But for me, it would be dominant. And dominant as well as like right. a great story. The, the NBA in particular, more so than I think other leagues, but it's, all, it's across all sports. The NBA is one about superstars and about like hype. This is a team that kind of somehow avoided that and did it the old fashioned way. This like little process we call, talked about not skipping steps. Right. They really did do it. And this was the payoff. And it's weird to say because we talked all along about believing in it, but it kind of went exactly linear. <laughs> With a little hiccup with the injury with Jamal Murray, but even then you just extrapolate and go, every year they built towards what was the final product, which was a dominant team in the playoffs. So if, I love that you brought up the offense, because ultimately that's where they were most dominant. But even on defense, they stepped up, and I just look at this. People always ask me like, what it was like, and I'm like, I never sweated.
1: Dude, I know. It's crazy. I was crazy. never nervous.
0: I was never Even mm-hmm. in the, the only people will say, well, what about game five of the Suns? I was like... They were so lucky to win those two mm-hmm. games, and Denver mm-hmm. seemed so calm
2: and collected. So that to me, what about you, AJ? What do you think will be the lasting memory or impression? Uh, I, I think it's it's funny because I feel very validated because of what I said on this show about not feeling like Jokic felt much pressure. Yeah, that it was just like I'm just going to go out and do something biblical in the yeah. postseason, and he did. And I think the lasting impression is that. Jokic put himself into that stratosphere of top 15 players of all time. Where, and I know the NBA, NBA's culture is absolutely obsessed with this conversation. Yeah, so what do this they rank? Will, This will change if he doesn't win another ring.
0: By the way, we're talking about this very conversation next on the on d <laughs> Denver Denver Nuggets
2: if podcast. He if it doesn't, you know, he does not <laughs> uh to. does not win another one in the next few years. Of course, it'll be like, oh, it was just a one hit wonder and. Doesn't people matter. the people who are picking it apart will continue to pick it sure, apart. Sure, sure. But I, I think he had such a special, dominant, singular run. Uh that my my takeaway is, yeah, the Nuggets were the better team, but the NBA is still the NBA. Mm. When you have the best player, you have the biggest advantage. Yeah. And in this case, they just had they had the best player playing the best.
0: Um and that's a big part of it too. I mean, it's weird to say coming out party for Jokic because he's been a two time MVP and he's been dominant. But you do
2: you need the at, championship look at the way validation? Look he lost the MVP this year. Yeah, because of all the conversations about things that he hadn't done, things that were out of his control. All this other all this other stuff that you were just like this is this is actually crazy to listen to. And now this was a this was a leave no doubt yep. kind of run. And especially like I tweeted it out when the Suns acquired KD. Great. I love that. Yeah. Everybody's talking about how weak the West is. Well, he goes through the Carl Anthony Towns Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert thing. Right. He goes through Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. He goes through LeBron James and Anthony Davis. He goes through Jimmy Butler and Bam. And you're just talking like there's no doubt there. Would it have been better if he'd gone through Embiid? Well, I mean, in, in the, the NBA the thing, final, the thing that you're sure, saying though, hold
0: on, the thing you're saying is is what's so cool about this run because we got whiplash. This is the this the this is one of the lasting impressions is that Jokic was like thought of for whatever reason as this like has never done anything, got to prove it. To all of no. a sudden, it's like, is he one of the ten best players ever? The swing has been so high, and why? because of how dominant they were. And it's even funny to think that people are sitting up here saying he didn't play anyone when he literally played some of the greatest players of this era and the greatest players of all time when you talk about LeBron James, Anthony Davis, (laughs) who three (laughs) years ago people said was the greatest big man to ever play because of how versatile. And by the way, going into the Western Conference Finals, People were talking about Anthony Davis's defensive performance through the first two rounds as one of the most dominant defensive uh, runs in playoff history. And he lasted one game before being moved off of Jokic. So that's what's funny about this is we get whiplash from the takes, but it's really a credit to the Nuggets because they made everyone look so helpless.
2: Yeah. And what was it, something that that people have been citing, uh, 85 all-star appearances between all the players that they beat? which is the most ever for a championship right. run. Yep. So you look at the seeds, but then you look at the players that they beat, and yep. you're like, I- I'm sorry, but there's no, like, wounded duck here.
1: Right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, what they really did against those defenses, to me, is going to stand out even more because what the Lakers did in those first two rounds was insane. I mean, there are stretches in that Memphis series where they just put a lid on the hoop, and then the Nuggets come out and just, you know, Take care of business. It's, uh, ah, there's just an efficiency and uh, a cohesiveness that led them to be really complete, which is something you've talked about. And really, like, they can beat you any which way you want. Yeah. Any which way. I, I was, and I don't think that's talked about with Jokic enough, but it's how he can play any
2: style. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? I was really surprised uh, game two against the Suns when the Nuggets won that like rock fight that they got into really low scoring drag out defensive battle. The exact archetype of game that everybody swore the Nuggets couldn't right. win. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially they couldn't win it in the postseason when they were going to get picked apart all their individual issues and PJ was going to be targeted. You know, Jokic was going to get put in pick and roll, which has become the meme now. The
0: spam, the pick and like, roll, like yeah.
2: like all these different, all these different things uh, that that people Spammed said the, the Nuggets Daniel. couldn't do. The Nuggets won every style that they needed to win. They won the high scoring. They won the low scoring. The, in the NBA finals, the the Heat scored 100 points one time in five games. Yeah, one time. Yeah. And they, they win that game because Jamal Murray bricks a game-tying three at the buzzer. Yeah. Like, it's the, the thinnest margin of error for those guys because that's how much better the Nuggets were. And you project it into the future and outside of Bruce Brown. Yeah. Are, are the Nuggets, and, and maybe they get really lucky and he decides that he doesn't want $50 million.
0: He is. I will update, very hungover today because drunk Bruce committed verbal commitment
2: yeah but uh that ig but, live was yeah he needed a great god. god he might yeah. he
0: might have made
2: some promises that his body's regretting yeah, that's a fair fair point right there yeah so like but that's that's your biggest loss and like bruce brown obviously is great all-time was nugget great and because of his run and Fantastic. and like a huge you know he's this year's Nazam kadri right like he's yeah. gonna be that guy that where if he walks yeah he, he walks off into the sunset a hero. Yep. But if they if they find a way to bring him back, they're easily the favorites. If they don't find a way to bring him back, they're easily the favorites. <laughs> right. What does Bruce change? It like is the team 16 not, and 6 in this You guys, you guys are diminishing him a little it, bit no, no, more no, no, than no. I will, I'm, but I'm I am really not. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is it is on everybody else to catch this Nuggets team. Right. And yeah. this Nuggets team just proved what a giant gap there is between them and the rest of the West. Yeah. And some of those guys out West... The the Suns and Lakers, they get a year older. Yeah. You know, the Clippers have never been healthy. Nope. So why would we magically think that that's going to work out for them? Well, I'll tell you what, AJ, because
0: you're cooking. I think that part of this is this. Now we turn our attention or the NBA world turns its attention to the offseason because the offseason comes quick. You know, the draft next week, free agency the week after that. I think that a lot of teams out West are looking around going, we're way too far away to just trust the process. We have to skip a line. Mm-hmm. And I don't. some teams are going to try to do that and totally wreck their plan. Yeah. And maybe one or two teams will do it and it'll work out where it's like, okay, they leveled up. But I don't think any team looks at it and says, run it back, fix the margins, and we're there because of how there, dominant Denver there was. There
2: isn't a team. Who scares you? Like,
0: like, Well, again, right now, Memphis, nobody, but, Memphis, but I do Me- see Zion Williamson in trade rumors, and I'm just like, he's a good enough player that if he just uh, – they were talking about trading him for the number two pick. I don't want to go down it, into this it, route. It. I don't want to go into other teams' offseason plans yet. I'm just saying I think that this is a summer of chaos because teams see the Nuggets and go, oh, crap, we can't run it back and expect good results. If everybody runs it back, we're going to have another 16-4 yeah. and four playoff yeah. run. Yeah. And that's why I say some teams are going to take swings for the fences and they might all strike out, but I'm guessing one or two teams is going to hit something. That's like, Oh, okay. It's the Kings. We didn't expect it, but they did this and this. And now they have a different team and, and we'll see. So, but Denver, meanwhile, to it, your point, it, just has to either resign or replace Bruce Brown and call it a summer.
2: No, I'm, uh, and and they have two draft picks and they yeah. have a first rounder next year. Like gonna, rounders next year. are one. they going to, they're going to move those? Yeah, you're right. i too true. <laughs> uh are they going are they gonna try and move any of those? Are they gonna move up in the draft? Are they gonna get another guy if they get oh. if they get another Christian Brown like contributor on the bench next year? And that's the goal. Like you know, like, you're looking at it. And, and You got any more Jayhawks for us, AJ? Uh, yeah. Jalen Wilson's right there. <laughs> Sam
1: Bassini mocked them to them yesterday. So, is so. that oh, right? Man. I saw it, yeah. At
2: 37. <laughs> oh yeah. My I God. saw it and I thought about uh, you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, what I'm saying, it, it, uh, this is going to be the most stress-free summer ever. One, because they just won a championship. And right. two, because I don't think there's a move out there for any team out west that closes the gap enough to say, Great, I I think that those guys scare me now. Like, could they put up in a best of seven? Sure, but I also think that the, the Nuggets guys are in an eight. Like, MPJ is still getting better. He's still learning to play basketball. Twenty four. You see him continuing to add little layers to right. his game. You know, he's big starts, summer for him too. Well, being healthy
0: for a summer for the first. And right. people don't recognize how rarely he's healthy in the off season. The off season is where he's been getting back surgeries and has to sit on yeah. the couch. Now he actually gets to say, okay,
2: where do I need to get better? And and your your last memory of him is he can't make a three, but well, that's fine. He yeah. still he still gives you a double double in that game, yeah. and, which is the exact opposite of what he had been yeah, for that. so long. Oh, yeah. Like that guy yeah. is only going to continue to get better. He yeah. might actually play his way into being a max player by the time his max <laughs> contract ends.
0: He played his way into being a max player when the Nuggets won a title. Like you overpay for a guy doesn't matter, man. You got the
2: title to- says, totally, you have to do but it. on an Nonetheless- individual basis, sure. like you're looking you're looking at them and they are they are set up for two years all right i got to keep this moving
0: though dre and i want to go to you here i want to start with jamal murray because <laughs> i think if i would ask this question two months ago if i would have asked you where's jamal murray's place in denver lore it'd be like as a good player but like he's in a bin with a bunch of others he was unbelievable in this playoff run this is two playoff runs in a row Unreal. where he has been unbelievable Unreal. regular season he's one thing playoffs he's now proven to be another and more importantly he's a champion how do you view him right now? And I'm not saying like a ranking, you know, but like how do you think of him? Because Jokic is the Elway, right? Jokic is the, the oh, wah yeah. or the sack oh, yeah. or whatever. But now when you look at Jamal, is
1: he also
0: like knocking on that door or, you're, or you see a path to him being one of those guys? Is he something different? What is he?
1: The How he captivates the imagination of Denver fans Love I that. think is pretty unique because, you know, Yoke and his efficiency... Um, He's still mesmerizing to watch, but some of those Murray shots, you know, those Murray flurries really just get you going.
0: The Uh, backbreaker, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, I mean, the the playoff performance, how he can elevate his game. I can't think of other guys in other sports, Denver sports that we've had that are like that dude is an all time playoff great. He's very good in the regular season, yeah. but come, like, the big moment, he elevates to an all-time great. And those guys, while they may not have that full resume, to fans, they just mean so much because that's how you remember them. You don't remember them at their lowest. You remember them at their highest. And he at his highest— is the second best nugget I've seen in my life? I think
0: it's funny I mean, with because all due respect, I, yeah. right?
1: Like, it's, but I do think he's already there
0: statistically. Regular season career stuff like he doesn't belong anywhere near that conversation. But when you go to playoffs, which is what matters, and if you just said you're playing a game in heaven with all the best Nuggets players and you're picking players. Like, Yoke, you're going to pick first. Like, he just is so in his own Mm. tier. After that, if you took Jamal Murray, it would not be like a what? You passed up on Alex English or David Tom, who I love, who are great players. But you look at it and go, I don't know, man. I don't think anybody's going to beat him in a do-or-die game. Like, you know, that guy does. just brings it. So. And he got it done, and he got it done in not just one year, but in multiple years on the big stage against the best. Play- I mean, think about he has been outplayed Kawhi Leonard in a playoff series. He's outplayed Anthony Davis in a playoff series. He outplayed Kevin Durant in a playoff series. Booker might have outplayed him, but Kevin Durant did not. Jimmy Butler Great he point. outplayed. Like He has some some yeah. real yeah, dude. Hall of Famers that he's gone toe-to-toe with, and if you watched and didn't know anything else, you'd be like, okay, so 27 is better than that guy. And then, and that's why it matters to me. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. To me, AJ, do you want to chime in? How do you Nuggets think of Nuggets Rushmore?
2: Him? Huh? Is he on Nuggets Mount Rushmore?
0: Yoke's definitely on there. Yeah. And then you start to say David Thompson, to me, would probably be the next block. Yes. And yes. Murray has probably has a case for everyone else as well as they do. Alex English, to me, has a great said, case. I would have
2: said Alex English and Mello.
0: And Mello. But again, like, Mello is a scorer, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Murray is a winner, <laughs> like a scorer. Well, and that's winner. where
2: that's where I think it's interesting, the, the that conversation. You that know, one gets really interesting. Because Murray is he is second banana, but right if you watch this playoff run, there were plenty of nights where he was not that. Right. Yep. Yeah, and he already has doubled Melo's series career wins as a yeah, nugget. I mean, um,
1: you know, I mean it's crazy. Yeah. Right, I mean, he,
2: he also gets Jokic,
1: right?
0: Well uh, he that, he does know, benefit from that. But here's here. the they, thing about here's the thing about Carmelo though. He was a scorer first and foremost and rarely anything else.
2: Yeah, that's And yeah, and yeah, and, and
0: Murray is mm-hmm. also a scorer with 50 point potential in the playoffs and 40 point potential most 40 point games of any player in Nuggets history in the mm-hmm. playoffs, which is not nothing. Yeah. But then he's also the facilitator. That we go and average 10 assists uh, 30 and 10 in the in the finals in your first trip is like well. he became so much more than just a score that you know, he next ran the notch offense. to
1: me was holding his own against Jimmy in yeah. the final game. Melo was not doing that. I can right, tell you that. Right. Yeah. Mello's not holding his own against Kobe. Right? Yeah. 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 You know, like that's, that's where, and he's got that dog in him. He's the ultimate competitor. If your dad has that dog in him and you haven't got him a father's day present yet, uh, boy, clock is ticking. Go to the good homies at manscape.com where your pops can obliterate his body hair the way the Nuggets obliterated their (laughs) opponents in that playoff run. That's a transition. He's got a talent, AJ. My man can spit. (laughs) (laughs) Use that code DMVR and check out for 20% off and free shipping. Your dad will not be disappointed. It has an amazing, amazing note on this read. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. This year, show your original home some love with Manscaped. My it's guy. so your true. Original home. <laughs> it's so true. What better way to shine them up like, like the Larry OB trophy than this Father's Day at Manscaped, where you'll get free shipping plus 20% off when you use that code D N. VR. It's not just all about the lawnmower 4.0. They've got, you know, they've got it all. The Cologne, the Crop Mop, uh, the Ball Wipes, the Crop Reviver, the Ball Toner, the Crop Preserve, the Ball Deodorant. It's all amazing stuff. Manscaped, they're good homies. Check them out and uh, they'll get you taken care of. I almost don't know what to do with my free time after this uh, Nuggets run. So, the homies at game time, they've got us taken care of where right now you can use that code DMVR there. When you first sign up, you'll get $20 off. Those $20 might get you two Rapids tickets this uh, this upcoming game. You know, it might be that easy. Oh, you say Blink-182 is coming to town? Ball Arena, July 3rd, where Avs fans will have to be in attendance. I mean, I don't think Blink was touring for a while there. Now the band <laughs> literally has gotten back together. I think Travis uh, Barker is it. He's he's not with a <laughs> Kardashian anymore. Okay. So he can play with the boys. Seven three, July third. Go see them at Ball Arena. That's our game of the week. Wow. I'm switching it up on you. It's Man, not a game. Tough break for the Rockies. The, uh, Rockies, Rapid. They, they have Sorry, an track to having game of the week. But yeah, they, they came really up just thought they were shooting this, this, this week, no. One eighty two. Let's do it. Only a game time where when you sign up and use that code DMVR, you can get twenty dollars off right off the bat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, and hey, hey, you see Blink on the on the marquee. I'm not I'm not going to undersell our people.
0: All right, um, the, real quickly, we mentioned Bruce Brown already, and we've gone through all those guys. Aaron Gordon to me, and it was culminated. I don't you didn't watch the parade, but did you see him shirtless walking through the streets of Denver and like 30 minutes after the ceremony ended? Oh
2: yeah, I watched every single one of those videos uh, yeah, yeah. I could find.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to me, Aaron Gordon is an all time. We call him Mister Nugget. But then, if you had like Mr. Av and Mr. Bronco, like it's the right below the best player or second best player, mm-hmm. right? right behind mm-hmm. below that is all of your like role players, but maybe high level role players even maybe Rod Smith would have been Mr. Bronco or like you yeah. know we can start going through the list. Good one. Aaron Gordon to me if you combine that into like a Mr. Denver. I think he actually might be an all-time Mr. Denver guy. Just a true glue guy and then somehow has the vibe that matches Colorado. <laughs> Seems like a little bit of a stoner, very happy, yeah, happy so to true. be part of the
2: group. Very very down to earth. Very down to earth looking, looking to enjoy his time. Is then, he
1: one of the most humble dunk competition champs of all time? Well
0: He's not a dunk competition champ.
1: Yeah, he's a should be champ.
0: He's That's, a dunk competition participant. I
1: mean, in the people's hearts. He, he's the people's champ. He truly champ. is. Come oh, yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know if you have. Is there a facsimile
0: a you could thing. think of for Aaron Gordon? I mean, do you agree with me about Aaron Gordon being like an especially good of that?
2: Yeah. Bin? Absolutely. Who
0: Who would you think of in the abs world that reminds you of him?
2: I, I mean, last year, Cadric would yeah. have been, you know. Kadri and
0: Bruce feels Gosh, like a good one to me because yeah. they have F.U. energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, big time. Aaron Gordon doesn't have F.U. energy. Yeah, uh, no.
2: I, I, I would say if I had to pick a Mr. Av right now, it would probably be Devon Taves. Okay. Mm, um, but, that's a good one. Oh, no. no. It can't be. No, Byram, Byram is way too much. That guy, that guy walks into a room and his dick has been there for five minutes. <laughs> like, he's way too much of an alpha male to be that kind of guy wow that's an interesting uh <laughs> hadn't heard that one but i'm feeling right it there
0: dre do you have one maybe for broncos or or yeah i us just stick to broncos
1: he does feel like an all-timer for sure broncos have some good ones i think justin simmons would probably be the current current one, on the one team. yeah He's yeah really you're right his impact in the community shelby harris was a really good guy Chris Harris felt like that for the Super Bowl 50 teams. I like that you said Rod Smith. Ed McCaffrey Ed even McCaffrey's was a one fan that favorite jumped yeah. to mind. from Ed me. McCaffrey
0: might be the the uh, Christian Brown though. Yeah. <laughs> White guy. <in> a yeah. <laughs> uh, like a uh, extra, a maybe a there. little extra beloved <laughs> <laughs> for uncomfortable right, right. reasons for in Denver. Smidge <laughs> over. <laughs> <radar>. <laughs> um no, that's a
1: good, that's a good one. So those are some that come to mind, but I mean A.G. also has a bit of a selflessness to yes. how he yeah, carries totally. himself on the. Yep. He's the guy who's going to do the dirty work. Yep. I mean, how many dudes can guard one through five? Yep. he's just he is mesmerizing all the things he can do on a basketball court. And he had some moments where he was so efficient offensively, could play the five for that backup unit. Um, You know, the way he was distributing and passing it more. It was just a, a joy to see how complete he was. Um, Kadri is a good one because obviously that connection really developed during that St. Louis theory yeah. uh, series and everything he was going yeah. towards. But um, AG's has been more of a slow burn and I think really has an on-court element that some of these other guys don't necessarily have. Yeah.
0: And I always love when these players, the sub-star, you know, right below the superstar level players, have a deep admiration for their stars and AG mm-hmm. like loves Jokic. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not always the yeah. case of these role players where they like or whatever, but he seems to be like, "No man, whatever you tell me, I'll listen to because right. you're the guy and I'm just yeah. here to make you better." And that's the perfect approach for a player of that of that caliber to me. Let's um let's talk about dominance now. So how many championships? 3 Broncos Super Bowls, 3 mm-hmm. Avs championships and now a Denver Nuggets one. Yeah. Where does this one, if we just talk about dominance, 16 and four, yeah. where are the all, t- like, let's just talk about the most dominant runs that have happened in Denver sports before we get into the meaning of them. Um, last year, the Avs go 16 and four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get two sweeps, the Nuggets get one, but they did have two six game series as well. And mm-hmm. I will say this I'm not an Avs, like, expert by any means. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. watching them as the dumb fan. I was a little nervous in both the Blues and the the Lightning series. Not mm. horribly nervous, because when the Avs were at their best, they looked like the best team. Right. But I still looked like, maybe it's the nature of hockey where one bad bounce can, can ruin you. Goals maybe that's sports it. are tricky like that. Well, that, was, true. that
2: was what the Avs contended with the most in the Blues series more than anything. Was. Yeah. Uh, the, something like nine of the first 11 goals that St. Louis scored either came off of a fluky bounce or an Avs right. player. Yeah, insane. Like, they're, they're, so much of their success in that series was driven by unsustainable crap. Yeah. And yeah. the second that it stopped, I mean, that they had the 3 nothing comeback, you know, at the end of the game in Game right. 5. That would have sent them packing. And, you know, it, it really, you know, they, they go 6-1 and one in overtime. So you'd be like, hey, they, they spent a lot of time in overtime. Great in the clutch, But yeah. they were also, if you go and look at the numbers of it, they were completely dominant in overtime. They were the one game that they lost. They lost on a soft goal uh, that they had no business. They, they should have won it in regulation twice. Yeah. Like,
0: and the regular season factors into this, too, because the Nuggets weren't as nearly as impressive as the Avs were last year in the regular season. And it's hard to sever regular yeah, season from so postseason in our minds. Like, the Avs were clearly the more dominant regular season team.
2: I think when it was funny because uh, when I was tweeting about the Nuggets after they won it. People were like, which run was more impressive? And for me, I think the biggest difference was the lightning for the Evs was that they played back to back champs at the end of yes. the road. Right. And they went into their house and won it on their ice right. and took it from them. Right. And that did not, you know, the uh, again, the the Heat series was arguably
0: the it, Lakers, you could maybe, because it was LeBron, but it, it wasn't. I mean, it's Yeah, different. I mean,
2: that that felt like their finals. It, it, well, it felt like LeBron. The, the Lakers. This
0: was the LeBron era, and it almost felt like ending the LeBron era, so to speak. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. But nonetheless, you're right. There wasn't a narrative of upending the reigning There champion. was a final mm-hmm.
2: boss for the Avs, and there yeah. wasn't for, there wasn't a clear, right. like, oh, man, that team makes me nervous. Right. Like, LeBron makes you nervous. Because he's LeBron, the Lakers make you nervous because they've been the final boss for the Nuggets for their entire history. But in in a vacuum, this Lakers team you weren't that you weren't that scared of them. Well, You're like if I if, mean, if, if game
1: one's tight, but then their adjustments for Rui Hachimura.
2: And, well, and, and that's Coach Malone's basically trolling them about it If you, in postgame, if, you like, if you lose a series you. to to Rui Hachimura, and now like we've seen them lose a series to like Rodney Hood in recent yep. in recent history, you know. Jordan Poole you, right. got $40 million or whatever because of what he did to the Nuggets. Right. Yep. And so you look at that and you're like, look, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Rui Hachimura could wreck this whole right, thing, right. but it just didn't happen because this year's team was just that well built, right. Right. that dominant, that good. Yeah. And I think that was the difference uh, for this year's Nuggets is they were the final boss. So, and yeah. last year the abs weren't, and they had to go through them. And then they had to do it on the road and they, they, as the, it was weird because the Nuggets were dominant at home and the Avs were dominant on the road. Each team only uh, only lost one game in those. You know, the Avs lost one road game. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's wild. It's bonkers. And, uh, you know, the Nuggets, they lose one home game. That's, right. that's it. Right. Do you, um, yeah,
0: Dre, if we go to Broncos. To it's me, that it's second that second Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that, that was
2: second
1: Super Bowl, man. 14-0, and 0, Terrell Davis. Cannot be stopped, yeah. He surpasses 2,000 yards, even though they were benching him in a lot of fourth quarters. To me, this is the most dominant, dominant. Yo,
2: dude.
1: <laughs> And you know, you're coming off that second, it doesn't even Bubby Brister starts like four games that season. We don't care who man. cares, yeah. <laughs> just rest, Elway, it's fine. You get a little tight against Bill Parcell's
2: Jets, that's oh. The AFC Championship. Uh, the game. AFC Championship. Yeah. You're down like three nothing at halftime. It's twenty three ten. Ultimately, yeah. I love that we like it like, was a
0: little tight. Twenty three ten. But it's like
2: they yeah. got ten yeah. points. Yeah, yeah. Like right. they comfortably won that yeah. game. We it was were just, never. Scared it was by so. Them. It was such a slow yeah. burn for the offense to get going, and the offense was coming off of what a thirty one to three demolition. Thirty eight to thirty eight <laughs> to three <laughs> demolition of Miami, and so for them to come out and and have nothing at halftime against the Jets, you're like oh god and then the second half happened and similar
1: to this Nuggets season they never have the final boss because the opponent you were kind of the whole season was culminating towards was those amazing vikings teams with randy moss exploding 15 and one right vikings who lose at home to the falcons and instead (laughs) of getting this all-time 14 and two against 15 and one matchup it's just dusty old Dan Reeves coming to town to get his ass whipped by Elway for one last hurrah. That was <laughs> that. That, you know? that Super
0: Bowl, what was the score on it? Because they had a kick oh, return. My was, my it, was it Was Tim? Here. What was his name? The kick returner? Tim Dwight. Tim Dwight, yeah. He's so good. And he had a kick return, and I think they still won by two touchdowns,
1: right?
0: 34-19. 34-19, and that was with a kick return. <laughs> right. That was like, really, just... You're, that's to me, is the easy... Maybe you can argue... That maybe there's an absolute one I remember, but to me, that's the one that was like they only lost the rest games, and then and they dominated yeah. the playoffs yeah. that's the number one dominant team in Colorado. coming history, off to a me. championship I there's agree.
1: just so much more belief and trust yep. you know it's yep. like these guys couldn't be beat last year they're even better this year. and then year,
0: what like. about legends john elway terrell davis oh, yeah. shannon sharp like you got yeah, some of the Steve all Atwater. Atwater. Atwater yeah. you have some of the all-time Skip best Zimmerman
2: on that team
1: I believe he's before. just on the '98 team. He's retired by that. Okay.
0: Year. Yeah. So you have some all-time Broncos all in one mm-hmm. in a way that are like if you told me to
1: name all the Broncos, staff, Mike Shanahan's your coach, Mike Shanahan, of Gary yeah. Kubiak's your offensive yeah. coordinator. I mean, yeah. all-time. All
2: right. So all-time. that's
0: number one. You think where do we go with the Avs?
2: Oh man. I mean, I think in terms of dominance, the most recent one. Okay. More um, than O
1: one. The chat was saying 0-1 should be up well. There.
2: So O one. 01 is tough because they have two seven game series. Yeah. But you also lose Forsberg halfway through. Right. And so right. it's like, right. how do you balance those two yeah. things? You know, if any of these other teams had lost <laughs> a player of that <laughs> caliber, do they still win? You yeah, know? The MVP uh, and, front and again, right. 01, <laughs> they, take it, they take it from the defending champs. They go in, they go into New Jersey down 3 2 in that series. Patrick Wall plays an all time great game. They walk out of there with the 3-3 three, go back to Denver and you know they to take it from the defending champs with the cup in the building on the road like that I mean it's really really impressive but I would say I would say that this last Avs championship is the most dominant Avs.
1: hard to argue against 16 and 4. So we well, got and, Broncos and,
2: and, and two sweeps and you should have had one of them in a five game. Series,
1: so let's go like. let's can
0: see Broncos won. Avs last year two. Is Nuggets three now?
1: I I would I would say As yes. Nuggets are neck and neck. Neck and yeah. neck. I do like neck his
0: argument neck. though. I will say I do like that Lightning team. I had so much respect for. They're like Dude, they were like playing 100%. the Heat because I respect the Heat and the way they go about their business yeah, and Totally. If they were more talented, <laughs> but they just weren't talented. Yeah, but the just, Lightning if, were. If
2: the Heat had just won the last two NBA championships, and
0: they did that cool thing where they made their arena slushy for the playoffs to try to win, which I really <laughs> respect. I love that. I respect out. the hell out of <laughs> turning it into a swim meet rather <laughs> than a really meet. really hated it <laughs> it's the worst, man. I, really I should just come it. up on tdsp with takes that I piss off <laughs> Oh so so
2: god i really <laughs> like i like the gamesmanship yeah. but watching them do that i was like you mother i know it's so it actually is really really dumb um so then it's,
1: Bron. so then nuggets three where would we go after that it's probably that 0-1 team, maybe
2: just because of the legends they had. I mean, let's list off the legends that O one. Yeah, team I mean, you has. had literally a starting five of almost Hall of Fame guys. Or Basically, I guess a starting right? six, yeah, because you had you could you could start Forsberg at left at left wing, Sackett mm-hmm. at center, and then you're not Hall of Fame, but you're the retired number of Milan Hayduke yep. on right wing. Yep. And then Rob Blake and Ray Bork are in the Hall of Fame on defense and Patrick Juan yeah. Right. So you have four you you have five out of six guys who are in the hall of fame. Yeah, and I the mean, and the other one is one of your franchise greats.
1: As far <laughs> as dominance from like the legends, the absolute superstars, we can just throw at you. That o one one has to slot at about yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Adam Adam Foot is your second pairing defenseman. Get the right fuck out, out of, of here, man! It's insane. It's insane. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the forward depth we could... Tangane, those guys, right? It's yeah. Insane. Well, tan, Tangane, Chris Drury, you know, when yeah, Forsberg right, was healthy, right? 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 I mean, they, they had, had so legends. many
2: injury issues that Dan Hynode ended up in their top six and right, turned into right. a legend <laughs> himself.
0: That's one of. The, I would call that one. If we were ranking coolest ones, I would go like the first an Broncos an one. one, and then mm-hmm. maybe that one is the second coolest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well, was like. Cool Super Bowl. The Broncos in twenty fifteen is the least cool Super Bowl to me, I think. But we'll get to it. Oh,
1: later. I
2: agree.
0: We'll get, we'll get to it. But it, um, coolness, I'd this way argue up there.
1: in twenty thirteen they're more dominant. They were than so they much were cooler. Some, right? I'm like, they telling they you, they were so much cooler. The they end. blew it. They yeah. drew, they
0: fumbled it at the end. Yep. Um. Okay. All right. So then after that, we're down now to number five. Would we go with Broncos first Super Bowl or?
1: Avs for or Super abs Bowl, for Stanley Cup, 96. or Broncos
0: in 2015. I think Broncos twenty fifteen to me is just going to be the end. Dominant know, defense though, and dominant we're almost defense. But at the same time, when you're a dominant defense but a, a crummy offense, offense it, it just horrible. feels like every team was always in it. They were dominating games oh. thirteen to six, but it was always like one touchdown well, away from losing exactly. it.
2: Even even in the Super Bowl, they get the ball. You know the the strip sack and they Vaughn throws it behind him yeah. and. Uh, TJ Ward picks it up and like it took him like seven tries to punch that thing in from two yards out. <laughs> like it was like it was like non. It was tough. So was one's last. Yeah, that last. Yeah, So now we have last. to just
0: do
1: the first Abs and the first Broncos. So ninety six, they end it with the sweep in so the Stanley Cup.
2: I would say, I would say the first Broncos one because again. They beat the defending champs.
0: Right, that's a good one. And they did oh. come up clutch, man. And, and they that's, were underdogs. That's Brett and I, Favre oh, in the middle I'm, of his yeah. winning
2: MVPs every year. And, and I'm and, telling
0: you, man, because as somebody that was, you know, a teenager at that point, right. the going into it. Felt like a loss. And everybody was picking Green Bay. It and was it was just like the
2: second biggest upset in yeah. NFL history at the time. I mean, they came in as like 14-point underdogs. Like it was a It joke, just felt dude. like, well,
0: here we go again, man. Made yeah. it all the way here. The, and we're the
2: NFC had won like 13-14 of them in a row. Like, and it they was sneaky dominated thing.
0: that game too. Like it right. was a bit of a right. like a they just played phenomenal in that Absolutely. one. It just felt so incredible. So well
1: and the the AFC hadn't won it for like 14 years in a row. A wild card team. I they, yeah. that might be the first wild card team in like NFL history, or like yeah. at, in twenty years right. to have won I think it. You're right. So they had those two factors going against them, and um, it was and, and it, it was huge it,
2: upset. It was the revenge, you know. It was it was a revenge tour for them because right. they they beat Jacksonville, yeah, who beat them the year before, yeah, right. Then they, they were went the into top Kansas City, yeah, yep. They yep. went into Kansas City, into Pittsburgh. Those were great teams, 100%. and then they go to a Super Bowl where they are underdogs by a ton against the defending mm-hmm. champs and they mm-hmm. they pulled out the win
1: slaughterhouse them with td unavailable for part of the game yeah and like you know the mvp you lose, your, I mean, it's amazing, you lose yeah. your best
2: player for a quarter and a half because you can't see yeah it's amazing it's amazing
0: all right let's take another break on the other side then we're going to get to most meaningful a different discussion which i think this one might shock some people but we'll see
1: boy um amazing time to be in denver sports but what an amazing amazing stretch We have had winning on abs to win the Stanley Cup, Jokic MVPs. Now I know all of you Monday night had a bunch of big bets hit once the Nuggets finally got over that mountaintop. It's just a great time. And before you know it, I'll have draft props for you. We'll have ladies uh, World Cup to bet on. We'll have NFL preseason and college football. Buffs win total at three and a half. I think I like the over, AJ. And we still got Rockies and Rapids to bet on right now. All at DraftKings Sportsbook where new users can place a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. And that's on top of all the great offers, stepped up, same game parlays, uh, you know, all the stuff they've got. I mean, when I, when I took the money out after all those Nuggets futures hit, it hits the account instantly. They are phenomenal. Use that code DMVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. In Massachusetts, call 800 327 5050 or visit gambling helplinema.org. In New York, call 877 8 H O P E N Y or text H O P E N Y. In Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in and 10-plus leg uh, restrictions for 100% boost. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. And, of course... Gotta tell you about Circle K. I've done this with you guys before, but mm. remind me, favorite uh gas station snack on a roadie, AJ. No, I don't wanna talk about corn nuts because you guys hated on <laughs> in your last <laughs> we episode. Hate. We're a big corn nut company. Jake Schwannin <laughs> started. We're big, man. We're you had started it. <laughs> AJ's picked that up, and then you guys know, did really a pod it together rudel's yeah rudel's big corn nut guy i love me a good crunch myself but adam you're anti corn nut what's your circle case snack on a good roadie
0: i'm dieting i'm just gonna go with some uh, fruit
2: (laughs) really you're gonna walk into a gas station on a road trip get a little get a little apple that apple's been there for god knows how long you're You're looking looking for the naked juices i'll tell you what for me
0: it's always the coffee Cause then you got mm. all that nothing I love better than a buffet, and that's like is. a coffee buffet because then you get like whatever things you want to add to it boom, got it. It's the right answer. H
1: is a core guy. Do you have a backup that you can talk about on TDSP with Adam? Chex Mix is great, Chex Mix is great. I love oh, oh, Chex unpicks. Mix, it's
2: elite. Um, so many good variations, too, dude. Of course, we back.
1: I'm a, I'm a sweet, sweet tooth guy. So Harbro, Rhesus, that's what you do. Thanks to Circle K for sponsoring DMVR. Visit the nearest Circle K to pick up all your favorite finds and maybe fill up with gas. Guys,
0: the book is in. Look at this beautiful thing. It's Boom. already here, by the way. Boom. Yes, the Nuggets uh, won a championship this year, and we already have a book out to celebrate slash commemorate it. It's got incredible artwork throughout, courtesy of D-Line Co. It has incredible photos yeah. out, courtesy yeah. of Ryan Green, and it has incredible writing out featuring Harrison Wynn, Brendan Vote, Mike Olson, and myself. And I'm just telling you right now, it's man, so cool. there's only ever going to be one Book on the Nuggets' first championship. We might make another one next year, guys, right, or, right, right. Should there be a second one? But this is going to be a literal one of a kind type thing, and it's only $17, which is it's unbelievable. I, I feel like we should have charged $35. I can't believe it was
1: $17. If you're a DMVR diehard, jump <coughs> on it. You oh. get a special
0: 30% off. There you go. All right, let's get into most meaningful here. This is an easier conversation to start at the top. Oh, to me, man. the Broncos' first Super Bowl. There's, it's. I don't want to say it can never be topped because who knows circumstances, but even though the Avs had the first championship, the Broncos just mean meant and continue yes. to mean so much more to the city because yes. they're just yes. so much bigger. Elway in particular so means, means so much more, yes. yeah. and that one was like an entire city. I mean, there wasn't a single person in the city that didn't feel that one, and to me, it's the easy number one. That was the most important championship Denver has seen.
1: That's the... That'll be the peak of our older family members crying after a game, right? <laughs> right, right. Like I, I, mean, I just remember that across the board. Do you so. have
0: any argument? No. All right. Number two, most meaningful one
1: <laughs> for
2: me, it's Bork.
0: Two thousand one.
1: It was
2: yeah. It was yeah, two thousand one. Um, they were that was the team of Destiny. You know, they were. It was Mission sixteen W. Beginning of uh, be, beginning of the season. It was. Uh, you know, home ice, back to back game seven losses in Dallas. We're gonna dominate, we're gonna dominate the regular season, we're gonna dominate the postseason, we lose Forsberg, we go against the defending champs. It's game seven. This is it for Ray Borks. This is his final game, no matter what. This is it. And they get it done. And you have the famous call, you know, after twenty two years. Right. You know, it's 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 it, some it was of the best so, photos. It, it, and and to most a,
0: iconic photos are like a lot from yeah, that Yeah, and, and to win
2: a game to win a game seven on home ice and to have one of your most uh, one of the most iconic nights in NHL history be in your building for your team. Right, I think it's just one of those. It's like one of those landmark games in the NHL. You know, and and the talent and you know we talked about how the much legends. I was on the abs, but I mean Juan Broder, goaltending battle of. Two of two of the three guys that you would consider top goaltenders ever, yeah, going that's head to head cool. in yeah. in, a, in a in a best of seven, and both of them being fantastic. So yeah. you know, I I just think that was. I think it's a good. I think it's very fair. I think I think that that's it's especially because the first one they showed up and they win a cup, and you just don't know. Yeah, you you don't how know do you how feel? hard it is right. to win a Stanley Cup. There isn't an appreciation. And then after that, they went through so much heartbreak with the uh, rivalry, you know, with the the Detroit rivalry and Detroit winning two in a row then. And then you have the back-to-back game sevens in Dallas where you just get your heart shattered. And uh, you're you're talking. Oh my God! Are we? Are they going to waste this all time great core? Yeah. You know is uh, uh, that plays such what's a big up? part in this? Yeah. It was. It, plays it was such a huge part in this. Are they? It's is just going to be one for them, and it ended up. You know, the second one it just ended up so iconic, and uh, the guys who produce. You know, Joe Sakic, Alex Tangay, Adam Foot, Patrick Waugh, are all unbelievable in in that game seven. And yeah. right. You, what about you, Bork? I just think puts it ahead. What about you, Dre? Super Bowl Fifty
1: has a lot of what AJ just listed with 0 one, where it felt like this Peyton Manning um, Man. window had to be com- completed. Right. Think
0: about Peyton Manning and what he feels like to the city in terms of an all-time yeah. great Bronco because he uh-huh. stayed here and everything. But if he didn't win, totally, just we're more all talking feel, about yeah. it as
1: like one of the more disappointing 10 years in, like, Denver sports history. It almost somewhere. feels like for him, it,
0: like, it made him ours. Yeah. And it made it, you know, exactly.
1: Whatever. Well, and then the bredour Roy thing, you have that in the AFC Championship. Brady. Yeah. Brady Manning. Yeah. In Denver. And, you know, Brady, once again, cannot win in the Mile High City. That kind of factor into it. I, I don't think- know, man. I think this one's more meaningful, though. And I don't. We are in such a, like, Denver sports diehard. Yeah like silo, right, that I, I have a hard time truly assessing like what this means to maybe the, the masses at large yeah. and not people who like live and die and were raised this way. And, and It's just personal. Like, There's no it,
0: wrong answer. So I've personal. heard people like yelling at people online no, for their I list. And it's know. like, guys, it's it's a subjective
2: personal question. But I also think Super Bowl 50 is more, maybe more meaningful to Denver than the Bork Cup was. The Bork Cup was more meaningful league-wide to the hockey world. Yeah, yeah and to yeah, the yeah, hockey yeah. world, yeah. it was a huge thing. Everybody wanted him to get it. It was, it was a whole thing that happened for an entire year. Yep. You know, he came back for that twenty-second season and said, "This is it." And everybody was, everybody right. was pulling for him. It was, you know, yeah. and they took down the evil empire. Everybody hated the Devils, right? And, Former Colorado Rock, yeah. And they they took them down, and it was a. So I I. I I could see where you would say fifty. Um, it it also Super Bowl fifty also felt like it validated Denver as a great sports city because mm. the you know they had four championships in that like seven year run. Right. Around. Right. But the twenty. Great but point. Super Bowl fifty made it felt like made it feel like this is where championships get won. Right. Not just this one time fluke right. where they had two teams who happened to be great at the same time. Great take it was it was denver is now a championship sports town yeah that's true because great. different eras of teams have won it yep. and so it felt very validating in a different way but i will
0: say this nuggets one to me feels that way as well because it's one thing to have two teams win broncos yep. and avs and now you have nuggets and yep. it's just like mm. and then on top of that here's why to me i mean obviously it's personal this one's number 1 to me personally but yeah, if i'm trying I, I to even so. step outside myself a little bit and look at it Broncos meant a lot to me as it meant to everyone so I can yeah. understand that one. This one to me, the reason I'll have it second is I honestly think Jokic might be the greatest athlete that's ever come through. We got to wait for the resume but when I just talk about like what does my eyes show me? I watched Delway play his entire career and I watched all these guys play and I've watched all this stuff. I look at Jokic and I go, I'm not sure I've seen any basketball player dominate the way he has. And I mean that with LeBron and Michael Jordan. He's up there at his best, at least, in that category with how great he's been. And people have been slow to it. And this one's validating. And I love that the Nuggets turned their attention immediately from, we won one, to we're going to win another one. Like, Because mm-hmm. it feels like, why not, man? It feels yeah. like it can happen. Yeah. But also just because the NBA is so big the NBA is so important and for Denver to smack and own the NBA for me I'm just like hey <laughs> yeah. this one feels like a watershed moment to where we actually get to be a basketball town we've been joking about not even joking about it but branding it on our show you know basketball town basketball town Colorado's a hockey town Colorado's a football town Colorado's now a basketball town and for me I'm just like this is an incredible thing and to do it in this fashion and with these guys um it would go right there but I agree 2001 if you said you know if you wanted to make that one I think it would be true fair and then i would say all the other ones are below those three to me that whatever again aj we had our avs nuggets mm. understandably in different orders on the last one as well would you put this one third in terms of most meaningful yes and then the other ones fall somewhere behind that yeah so broncos second super bowl which was awesome broncos third super bowl avs first mm-hmm. stanley cup those all kind of go into the next tier of in right. terms of meaning in right. terms
2: in yeah. terms of in, like meaningful. I think the even the AB's first cup might be the least meaningful because like what we talked about, like it didn't change anything in Denver. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it felt like they it's jumped like, oh, the it, first title. Well it felt like they jumped the line. Yeah. Right. Totally. And the second cup was so much harder to win. And the third cup was interesting because so much time has passed. You have a completely different cast of guys. Uh, and guys who had gone through some real heartbreak, I mean, some real downs, too. I mean, you mm-hmm. had a couple of guys that were on the forty eight point team that were leaders on your Stanley yeah. Cup team, yeah, but i I almost think that the first one was maybe the least meaningful because That's it was it was 100%. great, and it was so much fun. but, we just didn't know how hard it was to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, Denver yeah, yeah. was
0: also a Nuggets and Broncos town, and Rockies and Avs kind of show up and then yeah. immediately win one. And it was just almost like it happened too quickly in some mm-hmm. way. It feels like that historically.
1: Yeah, it was very like new money. Like all of a sudden we have all these nice <laughs> things and we, we well, barely know how to use them or appreciate right. and consider, them. Consider
2: you know? consider where those franchises – the Rockies showed up and were the fastest franchise team ever to make the postseason right. at the time. Yeah. And, like, we look at the Rockies in a certain light today, but, like, they showed up and they set attendance records in MLB that will never be broken. Right. Never. That will never be broken. And their popularity, that – it it was obvious, and it continues to be obvious by how many baseball players the state produces – that, that play in the big so leagues, crazy. I this know. is a really sneaky baseball place. Yeah, Let
0: absolutely. me let's. I want to get back to the Rockies in this last segment. We have to go to a short segment. The last thing I'll say about the Nuggets is Broncos were here since you know for half a century yeah. Yeah. now, longer. But when they won half a century, yeah. and the Nuggets had also been here as I said for fifty six years. So the Avs, as meaningful as it is, they still have only been around for what thirty years. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact that the Nuggets have been around for again over half a century and finally got one to me again, it just. Traces its roots back to the early days of Denver, the modern city, and I think that part's cool. All right, let's go to a break. On the other side, a, qu- a short one. The Nuggets now have three out of four titles, missing just one. Feels hopeless, but I'll tell you, not long ago, the Nuggets felt hopeless trying to win their yes, own. Sir. What would it mean to complete the sweep and get one for every, uh, ev- a championship in every league? And what's the rare cities that have actually pulled that off, and what do they all have in common?
1: Love this. Chad's popping off on that. The patio at Illegal Pete's was popping off yesterday post-parade. All-time vibe. Sun was shining. They got the little misters. The food was off the chains. There was a line starting to form. Brendan Vogt walked up to us, was pumping up the crowd. Him and Kale were recognizing people walking by. It might not always be the vibes of post-parade, but Pete still treats you great. The patio is awesome. They've got great deals, especially three to eight where they're doing their um, happy hour. And so you can get hooked up with their marks, their delicious food. And then, yeah, the vibes are amazing. Service is incredible. They are great. Just a block down from the DMVR bar. Check them out. Um, we're always there for lunch, like literally every single day. Uh, they've been just an amazing place to partner with. I've got some leftovers upstairs. I'm I cannot wait to get into, and yeah, check them out. Illegal Pete's. Check out all their locations. Check their happy hour out, and get on the patio, man. Some house beers and bucket specials. Nothing I, love, I
0: my favorite thing about doing the patio read is it's always raining whenever that read comes up.
1: <laughs> it is. It's so true. Um, and then Breck Avalanche Ale. It's uh, delicious, full body little pale ale here you can't find those on the market just about anywhere but breck has you covered find the nearest one near you with the old breck locator tell them we sent you and uh yeah breck farmhouse a great time nowadays as well so check them out tell them the mbr sent you and uh yeah take care of the good homies at breck
0: all righty here we go uh final segment we got about seven minutes here guys we're gonna have to get through some super chats let's open up the super chats how many we got all right, let's let's get them. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the Super Chats, yes, by amazing. the way, supporting us. Anybody have good eyesight? Nope. Peyton, and <laughs> ABA Pacers season ticket so since know. 1987 to 23, plus Jokic, my favorite non-pacer ever with MJ, Braun, Bird, Dream, Isaiah. So those my two fave Denver championship Adams, Dope. Remind me of the great Zach Lowe. P.S. Nick Wright is trash. I love it. People always say that I look like Zach and sound like Zach Lowe, and I honestly just think we both have big noses. But I I always look at, like, what do we have in common? Oh, yes, big noses. I can see the sound. I don't know about the Uh, look, uh, but hey. Uh, Anyway, Zach Lowe is is awesome. Same exact guy, and he says, Pacers, ABA, salute. Season tickets, great seat since 87, an NBA lover of stats history, and Jokic, inarguably top 10 GOAT, most accomplished by 28, one of eight to have two MVPs and MVP of finals by the age of 28, plus God tier stats and eye test. Absolutely salute. Another ABA homie, man. I love it. I love the the old ABA people. All the ABA teams have the best names, by the way. Yeah, they Pacers, really Nuggets, let's go. We have one more? Spurs. Hypothetically, if that 07 Rockies team had beaten the Red Sox, where would you put it on the meaningfulness ranking?
1: <laughs> it's a feeling, so it's hard to say since this is a hypothetical. AJ, do you have a, a gauge here? I think that would have felt mm. maybe similar to the 96 Abs Cup. Like, those, that but, run was such a fever. Yeah, but
2: it would have been I to me the been... ultimate Cinderella yeah, story, which is what's true. so cool. It's I think it would have been two.
0: That would have been like if CU, like as a 12 seed, ran to the Final 4s You know, you'd be like, "Wait right, a second, what? Right. Out of nowhere?" And I, I'm with you. I think it actually that was such a magical run. Yep. And did oh. they sweep every round? Was that what it was? Yeah. Was it? yeah sweep, yeah. sweep, sweep, and then swept.
1: can't got yep. swept. Yep.
0: We're not going to see that again. <laughs> we really yep. won't. No. Uh, but that does lead us to obviously this last one, which is, you know, here are the teams, courtesy of our own uh, Ryan Green. Let me pull it up here. The teams to have four major championships in all of the sports. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. What are those cities having in common? Major American sports cities. Okay. So the top ones there. Then we go down to Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Boston. That's like the secondary tier of, of American cities. If you just talk about. If you ask like any person on earth to name American cities, yeah. they would probably go New York, Los Angeles, Chicago would be the three they'd get first, and then they'd go to Boston, DC, and Philly. And then also Detroit, who who gets in there, which I kind of think is like a great sports town. I just think of like Detroit having like some Ugh. of the fans. I mean, well, we... Uh, what the... F- you hate the reds, the Red Wings, understandably so, but am The Lions
1: title is from way back, I just think huh? of... I think of Detroit...
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're going, they're, we're they're reaching doing, deep into the bag onto whoa, that they're one. They're
2: doing... That's pre-Super <laughs> like, Bowl, man. Is it pre-Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah they've get never... Because they also out. have St. They Louis in here, which
0: has the spirit, so, no, like, I didn't read them count. off. Yeah, yeah, You're right. If Detroit is going pre-NFL or pre-Super Bowl, get out of here. They're not in here as well. So we're talking Philly, D.C. We're talking all the major American cities. Denver should they join the list would be the smallest city by a long, long shot and there's just something awesome about that. Those are coastal cities with Chicago with the second city. Right. But to, for Denver to get to like leapfrog the Dallases of the world and the Clevelands and all of those other you know ones to me would be mm. I don't see it but it would be I think it would be really special to be able to call yourself a city of champions. I mean across the board. AJ? He's thinking
2: has, has Denver not already leaped Dallas? Uh, Oh, sure. I'm not saying that I'm saying
0: to be able to claim the four, just to say like all of our teams, win. you know what I mean? Like they, they might already leap Dallas, but nobody. we're starting to split hairs of these second tiers. I want to be the top
2: tier. Like if you can get a Rockies one. Sure. But also you want more than just one in each sport, which is, which is where, which is where I think this Jokic era excites you. Yeah. Um, it's where you also feel like this is totally hopeless for the Rockies. <laughs> but you do look at the ones that have won three. And you're, you know, yeah. that you have three Super Bowls and three Stanley Cups is no joke. Right. Like, that's why the Nuggets, I mean. That's a shitload of success in 25 years.
0: It's a lot. It's a lot. And if the Nuggets, you know, who knows? Even with a little luck, it would be great for them to bring three back or, you know, whatever. And by the way, yeah. the best decade of Denver sports is the 90s, I would say. 2020s, man. Off to off a, really, off to good a really good start. It's a really great good start, Off dude. to it's a great, great, great start. Point. Especially if you factor in Coach Prime with CU. Who knows what's going to happen yeah. there? I don't know, but you, there's reason to believe. But the Rockies, Andre, to me, it just feels like it's kind of cool because I never thought about this because you needed two teams to win. But now that the Nuggets are here, I'm like, you know what? Last, last box to get checked. Be pretty cool. It
1: would really <laughs> uh, cement Denver as an all-time sports city, which I feel like we all feel it is i mean i and think it's right there man the like the support it's like, you give for your top teams like
2: given is the fact unrivaled. that they have only been a four sport city right for, t- for 30 years for 30 yeah. years and in that time that's Less. where they have all seven championships in that time that's actually dope yeah that's crazy like you know, if it, you if you are not talking about the patriots dynasty in in boston yeah is that the most that a city is that the most number of championships that one city will have had Across the big four.
0: I think you're probably right. Probably.
2: From '96 on. Yeah, from, It'd be interesting. from 1996 to today. Boston, I think would, the only you thing, have to and Boston. I think, the, I think Patriots is the only thing that's keeping Boston on that list. Right? Do- Dodgers, Lakers, like
0: just the two of them have won a lot, but Kings, mm-hmm. you know, like you start to get into the other ones like that. Nah, yeah, because
2: so
1: Hawks have what, three in that stretch? And if you start counting in 96, the Bulls only contribute three from there. The right. boss, uh, Chicago has six Maybe. as well. You know
0: what? You know what? The branding we can choose on this. You know, Denver can be the great 21st century sports city. We're one Rockies oh, title away from being like. You know what? The old century, the old America. You know that that one was divided with the coast, but the we new are America, the
1: capital of,
0: of the, the world, the new America. So come on, Rockies, we're right there, knocking on, on the door. The Just a couple games out of no. But in all <laughs> seriousness, there was plenty of hopeless moments for. The Broncos, people don't remember it, but you know, we go back into the old century. Like there was lots of feeling of just we'll never get one. Dude. And with the Nuggets, I'm telling you, it really wasn't different than what the Rockies feel now. Yeah. Incompetence, does ownership care to all these different things you could say? And I then, you remember know what?
2: Junior Harrington playing 70 games? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Al Harrington? No, no Junior Harrington. Junior or <laughs> even Harrington. farther back. Okay, yeah, I mean, from the from that, the the team that tanked for LeBron. Yeah.
1: Connecting with Nuggets fans in this last week, I've never met a group of people that thought of something never happening in their lives more than we as a collective thought about never winning a championship. You know, like you think of doing things. You don't think about never doing things, you know, but that's where we were at as a fan base at large.
2: Yeah, I mean, the... the, (laughs) The Nuggets couldn't catch any break ever. Yeah. Ever. And then well, and they're the they, first. Get, they get Jokic. And it's like, right. uh, it the, well, big, I mean, the biggest break ever. Lowest we're. drafted finals
1: MVP yeah. in NBA history. Probably by that probably will ever like happened. 25 picks. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Like I years. mean, yeah. They yeah. Usually, with, oh, Carl Malone was such a steal. When was Carl Malone drafted? Fourteen. The hopelessness with like, with Major no. League
0: Baseball just is like it doesn't even feel like just finding the player, like maintaining them and holding on and building a roster it's around. Tough. I mean, like you yeah, look at Shohei Ohtani. Yeah, tough. Mike Trout, Shohei Ohtani. You're still a relevant team somehow. So like, uh, it feels even more helpless because it does feel like both the money spent and the just, um, shall we say, competence of the organization can't yeah. be over. You can't just luck up and erase those things with a great player that being said again they don't seem like a competent organization at the moment but there's reason to hope that maybe one day one arrives in some form or fashion AJ was going to say no but you know what here we are I will say this 2020s the roaring 20s for Denver That's and cool. we uh Avs I think you feel as confident about the Avs next year no we still have an offseason to go through I mm. imagine you still feel very confident mm. that their run is we're in still in the middle of it not Golden at the end of arrow, it man.
2: look I, I feel confident enough that I I don't think Jokic is Denver's best athlete right now. That's
0: that's a to me that's crazy. But you know what? I'm glad I'm glad that we can have that because that's a great thing that we can make that debate.
2: Because everything everything that everybody feels about Nicole Jokic, I feel about Kale McCarr, and McCarr has already accomplished all these things, and he's like five years younger. I just love that it's
0: McCarr now because I'm I'm go I. I'm a Makar guy. What a great hockey takesman I man, am. That I I man. love McKinnon, and I've always liked him. Paint him out of the line. Just, you is. know what? I was like, you know who's good? Kill <laughs> Makar. That guy looks really
1: great. I have this eye for hockey <laughs> talent. I just don't so know what it is. For <laughs> it is true, though. <laughs> Elway, Not everybody notices all this. Peyton, <laughs> Sackick, we've had some all-time greats, and yet the most trophies any of them can claim is two. There are some guys in this town now mm. where I think... The ceiling gets. You know, can you imagine them going the back and forth?
2: We're like,
0: they just keep
1: changing
2: who's yeah. the greatest oh. based on access to, to Andre before Game Five the other day, I said, you know, I hope that if the Nuggets win this, that the ABS see that and go off. Fuck this! Yeah, let's go and, yeah, and, and get all like high let's and mighty. Can you imagine? On, yes. Can let's, you let's 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 watch these two just like piss each other off? That in championship would be so races. great.
0: If next year we keep thinking about who's going to challenge the Nuggets, what it's if the, the answer Fs. is the it's Abs? The <laughs> abs. <laughs> <laughs> They're just beating each other. Oh, They're Let's the, go. The Avs drop a game in round one, and the Nuggets don't. Oh, so yeah. it becomes a little shit talk. So then the Avs sweep the second round. It's like, all right, who's it's on? I love it, this guys. This was a fun I one. I think we did an hour and a half show. We did. We weren't supposed. anyway Uh, we appreciate you guys all hanging out quick question
1: riley doesn't want to spam us but will the pre-ordered books be signed
0: man we got to determine that they just came in today we have discussed maybe doing that i don't know to be determined the it's a partnership with triumph uh publishing So some of this is out of our hands and out of our control, but we're going to find out if we can, because I know a lot of people have asked about that, which I think is really cool. Everybody, thank you for spending an hour and a half with us. This was a fun discussion, so I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed having it. We'll see you guys next week on the Denver Sports Podcast.